I have pen fed, that's a fact. I have pen fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on! Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I am Roy Burton alongside me, as always, the Roman Reigns to my Jay Uso, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing during this pandemic, air quote, Saturday morning, sir? Nah, man. I No, no, man. I don't sit at the head of the table. People who have PS5 sit at the head of the table. Mm. Now, like, now, if I were to get one at some point, then I will be a candidate for the table. Okay. 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 So, so, so the PS five, um, uh, the, the search for the elusive PS five continues for one. The saga continues. Wu Tang. Wu-Tang. Yes. Wu Tang. Wu Tang. Yeah. No PS five for the kid yet. Um, I but, my optim- but, but my optimism level is getting better. Like I don't feel, well, like, I, I mean, it's not like I've been like, like scouring the globe for this thing. I've been on the damn internet. <laughs> Yeah, like, yeah. like, I mean, I feel bad for those people that are actually like, like, venturing out foolishly to do that. Yeah, don't. Yeah, like, like we were saying before we went on the air, <laughs> don't, don't go out and stand in lines for hours. You know, stand in the the hundred and twenty person deep line for your GameStop because, quite frankly, frankly, they don't have one hundred twenty consoles in there. To <laughs> um, so don't be that person. Don't be that person. Um, but if you want one of those next generation consoles again, please. You know, feel free to 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 try to get one responsibly um, during during this pandemic, um, because, again, we're going to need something to get us through um, these next several months because this football team is not going to help us help get us through this. Um, we have a lot to get to when we talk about that football team. Of course, the big news of the week, we'll get into that, is the beginning of the Jalen Hurts era. Of course, we got to talk some basketball because there's NBA basketball kicking off this weekend. There's actual NBA exhibition basketball this weekend. It seems like the season just ended, and it did. 71 days or so ago, the season ended, and the NBA is already back. We'll get into a discussion of that. Of course, we have other stuff to get to as well, including a baseball move made by the local team that has a lot of people in a tizzy. But I think people are just upset about life in general, so they're just mad about anything. So we'll discuss that as well on this edition of the Broad Street Line. As we always say, sit back, relax, and take a ride on the Broad Street Line. The future of Sports Talk Radio has finally arrived. Mr. Domingo, any shout-outs, sir? Uh, no, not at this moment. Shout-outs to all of you guys who listen to us and support us here, whether it's live on 106.5 FM, WPPM LP Philadelphia, Philly Cam Radio, or whether you listen to the podcast version of the show wherever you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Tune in radio, Google Play, or which what used to be Google Play, which is now YouTube Music. Um, I mentioned Spotify, uh, Spreaker, wherever you get your podcast, please 
Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a five-star. Give us a positive rating for what we do here at the Broadstreet Line so we can continue to get the word out for everything that we do here at the BS Line. Um, before we get into our, our, our other stuff, do you want to say uh, rest in peace to two um, Philadelphia um, sports icons, one a writer, one a baseball player. Um, rest in peace to John Smallwood, who passed away earlier this week. He was a longtime columnist for the Daily News. Um, he passed away at the at the very young age of 55 after a long illness. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with the Philadelphia area, John Smallwood, again, was one of the best columnists um, that this city has seen in at least my lifetime. Um, he was one of those columnists, and, and you, you've seen, Chris, I know you saw in many tributes about John Smallwood. He was one of the columnists where you can you can like have a, a, a reasonable disagreement with. And he wasn't the kind of guy who would like kind of tick you off, and he yeah. wasn't the kind of guy who would just write stuff just for you know just to get a just to get a rise out of people. Like he made you know like even if you disagree with John Smallwood, again you could say all right, well I get it. Like that's a reasonable argument. Yeah, no, I I mean it's he was he was he was in an era where takes weren't necessary. Yes, it was like I I, I mean and and a lot of the old old school writers, frankly, they're not built for this take city. Like, like for this take era, they just they stated their opinion. They they usually backed it up with with some with, with some level of information, and and people went out like went about their day. It wasn't like oh my god, John Smallwood's trending or like it, it's just like like these writers were built for their era. Mm-hmm. No, you're you're exactly right. Like these are the guys again who are built for that newspaper writing. And again, it wasn't it wasn't one of those things where it's like, you know, it's like because because now like the take guys, like the um, you know, the skip Baylesses or whatever, when those were guys were newspaper guys, those those were the guys you would say, I, I need to buy the Dallas Morning News because I need to see what Skip had to say. Yeah. Whereas no, I, go ahead, I'm sorry. Oh, oh, oh no, sorry, right? Like, like I don't know, like 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 Skip really probably was the like I don't know, like he was probably before his era because like mm-hmm. he's actually like I don't know, like for better or worse, he's like he's relevant in an era where a lot of his his like his cohorts have have kind of I don't know I fell along the wayside but just didn't yeah. adapt. And yeah. I, I I mean, dude, like we always say here, the game is the game, and guys like Skip, Stephen A, like I I mean they've adapted and they've and they've become very successful. Like I mean, you could argue like I don't know, Skip Bayless had a very successful print media career. And he's probably more fa- known for his for his TV work at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Skip, yeah, Skip Bell. If, if Skip Bell's never gone on television, never did anything, you know, never did it, you know, the first take or whatever, you know, he did with ESPN first and whatever those different shows were called. If he didn't do any of that, he was already like probably like a sports sports media hall of famer, like just yeah. before all that. But then, like, if you just take all that away and just just look at his TV stuff, he's a sports media hall of famer. Like, he's kind of crossed over. Like, he's had the like, amazing success in both of those those eras. But again, that's a new brand. Of, that's a new breed of of, of calmness that kind of came along, you know, in the John Smallwood era. But John Smallwood wasn't that type of dude. He was kind of the type of dude who, you know, when you picked up the Daily News, you know, you could get a flavor of what was going on in the day, and John would have a reasonable take about that. And again, he wasn't a hot takey guy. Like, he wasn't the guy that you bought the newspaper for. But when you read his column. You know, you were smarter, well, more, more informed after reading his columns. So, Absolutely. So again, Absolutely. So again, so rest in peace to John Smallwood. You know, our condolences to his, his family and friends. And again, a lot of people had you know nothing, nothing but great things to say about John. And um, again, there's a lot of people who I work with now 
at uh, Comcast Sportsnet, who was then Comcast Sportsnet Philadelphia, um, who said who have nothing but amazing things to say about uh, John Smallwood, who who was a fixture on Daily News Live. Yeah, I'm here in Philadelphia, which again, which is kind of the, the you know there those that was the columnist here that was there for for in the TV, which again, which didn't exist before Daily News Live, which again was a staple. And I don't know about you, but you know I watched it pretty much every day. Oh no, no, like it, it was one of those things where where like even if I got home at five thirty made sure like that was that was when you knew that like i don't know that was a time where like things like i don't know like daily news live pti like mm -hmm. those were must see daily sports shows for for everybody and yeah. and i and unfortunately we've gone past that because i don't i don't like other than recently like because i i really enjoy nfl live there isn't a daily sports show and and, and probably get up like, I don't know, like every other day or so, but there isn't much like daily sports consumption on television that I need. Yeah, there's not, it's a little bit of a, yeah, it's a little bit different. I'm not sure why that, that I mean, there's not as many, are there, I don't think there's as many shows as there used to be. It doesn't seem like, it doesn't feel like, it. at least locally, I know there's not, definitely. But um, yeah, it seems like the landscape's a little bit different from the shows. Like there's a lot, um, I mean, you know, like a lot of it, a lot of ESPN is just replays. Like a lot of it is either replays of Get Up or replays of First Take. I mean, there's the original runs, but again, there's, I mean, there's two hours to Get Up on ESPN and there's a replay for two hours on ESPN too. And same thing with First Take. I mean, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of original, like you said, studio shows like like there used to be um, back in the day. So I'm um, again, rest in peace to to John Smallwood. Also rest in peace to Dick Allen, uh, the Phillies legend, who uh, thankfully had his, his number retired earlier this year by the Phillies. Um, was a member of the Phillies Hall of Fame. Unfortunately, was not uh, elected yet into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Um, that vote was supposed to happen earlier this month, but did not happen um, due to the coronavirus situation. Ration, uh, situation, excuse me. Um, but if you look at Dick Allen's numbers, you look at Dick Allen's impact on the game of baseball. Dick Allen, to me, is a lock Hall of Fame or should should have been in the Hall of Fame years ago. Will probably get in, be voted in by the Veterans Committee next year. Um, sadly, it didn't happen while, while he was still alive. But Dick Allen, again, for those of you who don't know, Dick Allen, all-time great baseball player. And, again, dealt with a lot, a lot yeah. of stuff, a lot of stuff, especially dealing with, you know, especially playing for the Phillies, the last team internationally to integrate. Uh, Dick Allen dealt with a lot coming up. Um, and and he was just a, an amazing, amazing talent. Yeah, no, I think, like, I don't, like, he was – you you don't say this often, and and when it means something, a trailblazer. Like mm -hmm. I, I I mean, he was he was the one of the first like I don't know popular black Phillies players. Yeah, and I I mean with that with that title comes a lot of stuff, mm -hmm. like you said. Like I I mean acceptance, but he I, I mean like he's a Phillies legend, and like I and and it's sad that like see him go like i don't know without getting that recognition while he was alive yeah yeah man we got we have to and by we i mean the global we we have to kind of give our heroes you know their flowers while we can like we <laughs> have to give these guys you know and women you know like the, the proper respect they deserve um you know you know while they're still with us while they're still alive we need to celebrate these guys celebrate dick allen celebrate all his trailblazers and, and, and true legends of their respective sports so again rest in peace to dick allen um, again, our condolences with his family and, and friends as well. Again, a true, true pioneer. And as we always say on the show, if you're not familiar with, with those people that we talk about, um, please take a minute to kind of, you know, go on Google, you know, just kind of read up on Dick Allen, you know, watch some, watch some film about Dick Allen because he was a true trailblazer and one of the great uh, greats of baseball history. 
time now to switch gears a little bit and talk about the National Football League. A do team. we have them? Yeah, we do. We do. I mean, well, you know what? You know what? All right. Let's talk about, as we get into it, let's talk about the number one story in the city right now, Dave Dombrowski being <laughs> the president of baseball operations in Philadelphia. And that's what everybody's talking about, Dave Dombrowski. No. That's, that's the thing that's just dominating the airwaves, right? Dave, the the no. Dave Dombrowski situation is not that? Man, it is. Uh, no, like, I, I, I mean, during this season, I had no – Idea like th- this is the worst case scenario. If if you would have said to to us in August, mm-hmm. yeah, the Eagles are gonna be three eight and one. <laughs> they they look older. We knew they were expensive. Mm-hmm. Like I, I and, and I, I mean, no one's gotten better. Your first round picks have your or this draft has looked nah. And worst case scenario is. Your quarterback literally and figuratively forgot how to play football. Like I, I mean, like it doesn't get any worse than that. But here we are, and 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 Roy, I don't know if this is an exaggeration to say the next four weeks can determine the next two, three years of this franchise. Yeah, this is this next month, and, and you know, for and nothing for nothing, it at least gives us something, gives us something to talk about. So nothing for nothing, like it, it makes the the next month. Uh, no, 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 Roy. But the problem is when you talk to people about this kind of thing, mm-hmm. these people, some people, some, mm-hmm. people, some people are 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 bringing misinformation, and we've <laughs> learned about misinformation in other segments of like that are more important. Yes. But it, like, the last couple days have shown me that people really are have this connection to Carson Wentz. And I didn't really understand. I, I, I knew, like, people really respect him because he was the, he's the quarterback of the most popular team in the city. Da, 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 but mm-hmm. man, it just – it feels like this – he has an emotional attachment to fans that I didn't know existed. Well, well let, let's talk about the, the misinformation of Carson Wentz. Um, <laughs> used with the miseducation of Lauren Hill. Absolutely right. Let's talk about the misinformation of Carson Wentz right now. Let, and, and you know what? Let's start with 1,000% actual factual information um, because you and I watched that Packers game on Sunday, and we saw the Packers beat the Eagles 30-16, and we saw Carson Wentz yet again look like complete and utter trash. 6 of 15, 79 yards. This, this offense, the team was down 20 to 3. Carson Wentz looked bad again. That's 100% fact. Again. You can't spin that the other way. Again. Once again. Another one. Another bad Carson Wentz game. We saw it. The Carson Wentz stand saw it. Doug Peterson saw it. And Doug Peterson said, you know what? I need a spark. I got to change something up. I got to do something. In comes Jalen Hurts midway through the third quarter. Jalen Hurts the second round draft pick that may or may not have spooked Carson Wentz, that may or may not have Carson Wentz playing on edge this year. You know, we'll talk about that in a little bit. But Jalen Hurts <laughs> comes in. And again, if you look at the raw stats, Jalen Hurts didn't light the world on fire, 5 of 12, 103 yards. But comes in, hits Jalen Rager for a nice deep pass down the sideline. Can't remember I, the last time I saw a nice little deep pass kind of thrown right in the right in the basket, you know, to a dude down the sideline. Been a while. Been no, a while because, no, because I – like people ask, like I don't know. Oh, is, is like is is Jalen Rager going to do better than Carson Wentz for the next few for the next four weeks? I I say unequivocally yes, 
because you know what like no and i and i don't mean this is sort of like i don't know like like i don't know um just uh irrational or just like i don't know out of touch carson wentz's football brain is broken and like that means the entire package instincts um able to able to kind of read a defense like i i mean it's not there like he doesn't have the require the the bare requirements to be an NFL quarterback. You know what Jalen Hurts does? He has the bare requirements to be an NFL player. Will Jalen Hurts be good? I'm not entirely sure. But if if the goal is to be competitive and and as try to win a game, Jalen Hurts is for me 100% the right choice. I'm not going to unequivocally say he's going to be better than Carson Wentz, but I will unequivocally say that Jalen Hurts has a better chance to, again, throw the ball to guys who are open downfield. And when I say throw the ball, I mean throw the ball not like it's a wounded duck. You know, like, <laughs> wide open dudes, yeah, like that this, pass to Dallas Goddard. Yeah, no, no, which which would have been, per per our per our guy, Brian, Brian Baldinger, a touchdown. Like, duck I don't season. know. <laughs> <Duck> <laughs> no, I, I think, was that, do you think that was the final straw for Doug? No, the final straw was that you, they, just, they just sucked. <laughs> like, like it, it wasn't just that because again for those of you who don't remember Dallas uh Carson Wentz kind of rolled out the pocket had Dallas Goddard like as some people would say butt naked open because because the defender fell down and Dallas Goddard could have could have walked in with a regular regularly thrown football he just so what you're saying so what you're saying is Roy there was separation yeah, and it. it was and it was a good play call mm-hmm. and and, pr- and protection got, was fine yeah no like and I understand like that's why I need to preface everything I know the offensive line has been bad. Mm-hmm. I know the coaching has not has been subpar, and, and at times very subpar. But this is not the worst coach in the history of football. This is not the worst. I, I've seen, I've seen dozens of worse offensive lines than this. I, I, I like like if you just watch the games, how just kind of I don't know spitballing. How many of, of the fifty sacks? Fifty. I mean, fifty. Do you think is attributed to Carson Wentz's lack of pocket awareness? At least half. At least half. If I, if I, I put a so. number, if I had to put a number on it, so. I would say it's at least half. That's at least. And half. and and if we're being, I don't know, like totally outrageous, say forty percent. So okay. four. So forty percent of fifty is 20. twenty. So Carson Wentz would have gotten sacked thirty times instead of fifty. Like. Like that's a fatal fall. Like I, I mean, like, and he just looked very skittish. Like, and it's not like he's whatever the response should be for a play. He's he's doing the opposite. It's not like he's 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 quick to throw every time, or he's or he's or or or, or he or, or he delays it. It's just whatever should happen, the opposite happens. And, and let's just let's just say this, because Jalen Hurts is, is your starting quarterback at least for this game, and probably going for it, but at least for this game. Let's just say this though: Jalen Hurts isn't going to one hundred percent make the right play every single time. Like Jalen no. Hurts is going to hold onto the ball sometimes and get sacked. Jalen Hurts is going to make the wrong read and throw interceptions. Jalen Hurts is going to do is going to make mistakes that rookie quarterbacks make. All of that said, the two of us and probably Doug think that his decision making as a quarterback at this point. Is better than Carson Wentz right now. You know the uh, you know the main differences. Jalen Hurts is a rookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I I don't know if people are understanding. Like I, I mean like 
like this would be like getting a college degree and like i don't know like like i don't know your first your first year at work you forget how to like do a counter mm -hmm. like it like and and there's no rhyme or or, or there's no rhyme or reason like i, I mean People can like speculate on like, oh my God, like it, it, is he pressing because Hertz is there? But I'm sorry, I don't care if Trevor Lawrence is in the room. Like, I, I mean, you should be able, like, I, I don't know. And maybe I'm just being like, I don't know, over like expecting too much from a quarterback that makes $29 million. Is you should be able to like drown it out. And it doesn't seem like Carson Wentz is able to dr drown out the noise. He's just not. So when, when Jalen Hurts was drafted this year, Howie Roseman, right after the pick, said the following, quote, there's no threat to Carson here. Carson is a great player and great person, and I know that both of these guys are great teammates. Now, Carson Wentz, you know, I don't even know, but a month, not even a month, maybe two months earlier, just got broke off, $128 yes. million. Just got a, a, a nice, fat contract, came on coming off of a playoff appearance, you got the fat contract. You had a you know a decent year, not a terrible. You had a decent year last year. You know, for by all intents and purposes, you you the franchise guy. But you get hurt in the and you know in the, in the playoffs, and then the Eagles draft your backup. I don't want to say successor, your backup in the second round. Maybe you feel a little way about it. All right, that's fine. You know, whatever. But again, you're twenty. Was it 28, 28 years old? You just got paid. Just go out and ball. Like, yeah. That's all you got to do. Just go out. Like, no. if Carson Wentz was just a, an average quarterback. If he just went out and just, just balled out, just played the way we've seen him play last year, the year before, whatever. If Carson Wentz was that Carson Wentz, we wouldn't, we wouldn't even have this discussion right now because he goes, A, wouldn't be three, three, eight, and one. And B, Carson Wentz wouldn't be, you know, wouldn't have these terrible stats. If, if Carson Wentz was having a down season, we would not be having this conversation. Nope. If, if, if Carson Wentz was having a down season, they wouldn't be three, eight, and one. Correct. <laughs> like, I, I mean, he's having one of the worst seasons ever for a mid-career quarterback. Mm -hmm. And this is like, like people are going to throw out, oh, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, his fourth year completed. It's like, well, don't even play that because you haven't even factored in rate of inflation for, for quarterbacks. Like, and let's, like, and let's talk about how the Steelers were 12 and four and won the Super Bowl a year. But, yeah, <laughs> whatever. Okay. No, and, and, yeah. but this is what I learned, Roy, is – like, and maybe you can, is, what is it that people are just holding on for dear life with Carson Wentz? Is it 2017? Is it, because if we're being honest, 2018 and 2019, he was, he was decent, but he wasn't a franchise quarterback. Like, yeah. I, I, and, and like, that's what I'm trying, because for me, Sean Domingo, I, if I had my druthers knowing, even knowing the dead cap situation because we're going to hear dead cap at, at nauseum for the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. I don't think this this relationship is worth having for the next because, like, I, I go back to this, Roy. Is do you want to pay someone thirty million dollars a quarterback thirty million dollars on a declining old team to try to find himself? Because that's what you're because because that's what you're, that because that that's what you're doing and also. If, if if he's here 2021, he's gonna be here 2022 because because third 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 day of the league year, you gotta pay him 15 million dollars. So for his 2020 set 2022 salary. So you're basically guaranteed if you have him in 2021, you're gonna have him for the following year. It's like and I asked, 
Is that what you want? Well, let me, all right. Well, you asked a lot of questions. Let's start at the beginning. So, <laughs> so the question is, so question number one was why do basically, why are people caping up for Carson Wentz? Yes. That, that was question number one. There's a lot of reasons. I think the reason number one is that people see a lot of trash <laughs> around them. Like people okay. say they're not sold. They're not entirely sold on Doug Peterson as a coach. Howie Roseman's put together a trash, you know, a trash situation around him again. Like I think we can all agree on on that. Yes. And so people will say, and 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 the coaching, you know, Doug Peterson and and or the coaching staff haven't done him any favors. I mean, there's no you know dedicated offensive you know quarterback mind. There's like five different you know offensive coordinators. I think people see all that and say, you know what? There's a lot of noise in this situation. If you can kind of like clear out the noise, maybe get him an OC, maybe get him a quarterback coach. You know, let him kind of put some distance between him and Doug Peterson. You know, put some actual talent around him. Put put an offensive line in front of him that plays more than two games in a row together. If you do all that, oh god, enough of this offensive line. Oh, no, I'm, saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, that's that's, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. reason. That's the reason. Yeah, no, but Roy, you are you're you're correct that this line is bad, but this is not the worst Eagles offensive line you've ever seen. Absolutely not. But again, like, if you if you if you clean if you I, I think and again like I am team, do what you need to do this offseason to figure it out this Carson Wentz thing, because because again I think we've seen enough of Car like Carson Wentz isn't Carson Wentz isn't bad like he just he didn't forget how to play football all right are you sure I'm positive he didn't forget how, like no like we've never seen anybody forget how to play football so all I forget. say is no 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 because people are saying I've never all I say is you remember Rick and Keel. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fine. Rick and Keel. I, I look. Rick and Keel. Like I can't. I can't argue Rick and Keel. I'm saying. And, have we seen that in football? No. And I ask. And like, even for the guys that have had down years, have you ever seen a court? Well, one, you've never seen a quarterback with this grade of regression mid-career on the same team as. And one, have you ever seen a resurgence of a quarterback mid-career on the same team? On the, on the same team. Not that I can remember. Not no. that I can remember. Not that I can it, remember. Yeah, but it just like, and, and that's why. And and of course, people are saying, "Oh, you can't get rid of them." Dead cap, dead cap. People are saying this, and I and, and I understand. But you know, the, the last time I heard all this, oh, you can't trade them because of the dead cap, Antonio Brown. And you know, and what happened? They they figured out a way to just eat eat the dead cap. If I uh, know, and, and like I'll say it. If the Eagles really want to make this happen, like kind of turning the page, they will make this happen. Mm -hmm. I guess the question is, and I don't, and to be honest, right, I don't know if anyone knows until this four weeks is up, is do they want to turn the page? Well, let me, well, let me before we talk about this, let me read a quote from uh, Jason Kelsey, who said the following about the, the current situation, quote, this is more this more comes down to a failure of pretty much every position, including the coaches, to facilitate a functioning offense. That's the biggest story here. Not that Jalen Hurts is picked and there's some sort of internal battle or struggle going on with Carson Wentz. Basically, Jason Kelsey just kind of rehashed his Super Bowl speech and said, it's the whole team. And he's right. So let me ask you a question. If it's the whole team, then don't you owe well, I don't say you owe because you don't owe anybody anything, but don't do you believe that if you put better things around him and car, better things around Carson Wentz, put him in a better position to succeed, that he will be more successful in twenty twenty one? 
I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not. No, okay. because people are asking, and and I I understand that. Like I don't know. Like the overall offensive philosophy of of Doug Peterson is is flawed. Like I don't mm-hmm. know. Asking guys to win one on ones constantly is just is is not a good philosophy at this point. Like, it, it, but I I say I say I say I I keep saying it, Roy. This is the same boring offense they had last year. It's the same boring load of crap skill <laughs> players. Like, yeah. like the only thing that's different is the offensive line. So what we're saying is, oh, we need like this is why I like this is why quarterback will always be the most important position in sports to me. It's like I like we were sold a bill of goods that Carson Wentz can carry can can compensate for 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 flaws in a team. Mm-hmm. We're saying now, going forward, Carson Wentz cannot do that. So basically, uh, what, we're we're, saying, what, we're, what we're saying is this team is so flawed that Carson Wentz can't. Yeah, he can't. Like, because there's a lot of flaws in this team. Like, I mean, you would agree there's a lot of flaws in this team. Carson Wentz is not. I'm, what I'm saying is Carson Wentz is not Superman. He might no, be Robin. No, he might be Robin. No, but, no, but like, what, what what was he last year? Robin. Yeah. He was, he was playing with Robert. He was, he, was, he was Robin last year. He's Robin. He's Robin. So he was, uh, so, so yeah, I mean, no, I know no. you don't you don't watch the, the superhero uh, movies. So I'm trying to think of somebody you might know. But yeah, he was, he was, in the, he was like, no. a nice little role player. No, if if we just said Roy, give him the same exact team from 2019, mm-hmm. maybe a little better, a good offensive line, and a decent skill position players. Will will he come back? Will will he will what do you mean will he be as good as he was last year? Is what you're saying? Yes, I I think so. I don't. Okay, no, uh, that's, like, fair. Like, yeah, that's fair. Like because we, we don't. No one knows. We can't. We don't. We don't know. All we have to go on is twelve games of trash. Yeah, These are no, twelve horrible games. And and I I come back, Roy. Is I don't know how if you have worked on something for three months. Like I, I mean, what are they? And and people are always asking. Oh. What can Doug do better? Like I don't know. Well, like can he call better players? I don't know. Can 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 Howie get Carson? What I ask you, what can Carson Wentz tangibly do better? Like what can, like what can Carson Wentz do better? Yeah, just task wise, can he be more amenable to coaching? Can he be a little because I because I like because I was listening to uh, Derek Gunn with Sal Pal, he's rather like I don't know keeps to himself. Like and like, does he need to open up? Does he need to be more of a, like? I don't know. Like I don't like when Carson Wentz has his like I don't know, like a uh, yearly performance meeting. Mm-hmm. You know how we have those every year. Mm-hmm. What are Carson Wentz's tasks to come back to the Eagles and improve on? He needs to for starters. It's clear that he needs to kind of build some sort of chemistry with these receivers. Yes. Either 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 these. Re- it's hard for me to say that these receivers ain't open all the time. So on some level, you got to trust these dudes. Like you have to tra- when Travis Fulgham's one on one with a dude, and, he, and he's and he's running a, he's running a deep route. Like you got to be able to tr- throw the ball thirty yards and trust that he's going to get open. Like you got to tr- you, you have to trust Jalen Rager to, to make a play. You got to trust Quez Watkins and John Hightower. So on some level, you need to have that that North Dakota summit again and bring them dudes out there probably for a month because whatever you did this offseason, it wasn't enough. So you need to do this for like a month. Bring them dudes out to North Dakota and say, "Hey, man, like." Look, we got to work together, like, and, and kind of build some sort of level of trust. 
That's probably one and one A. That was that no, but is that a fair uh criticism to have of Carson Wentz? Absolutely. Absolutely. And yeah, if a quarterback doesn't have a good relationship with his skill position players, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Is there a question? Do we is there even a reason why? It's been going on three years, and like, is it like and and this is where I've like read he's he's not the most outgoing guy. Mm-hmm. Like and, and and like he like no like it like like on the sidelines, Sal documented. He doesn't interact with people. Like not the coaches, nothing. He's just like, does Carson Wentz need to change his personality? And more importantly, can you change your personality? Like, because yeah, that's yeah. where we're because that's where we're at right now. Roy is like, people won't answer my question. It's like, can Doug call better plays? Hell yeah. Can like he can he incorporate some different type of thing in his in his bag. Yes. But you you tell me what can Carson Wentz do? No, you no, you're you're exactly right. Like and it, you're right. Like it's hard to when you say change your personality. Like it's hard. Like people people typically are who they are by the time they're Carson Wentz. Exactly. Like like I get that. Like that's understand. But again, Carson Wentz needs to understand you are the CEO of a of a basically a billion dollar corporation. All right. It is on you to take the reins and say, you know what, I know I'm not comfortable doing XYZ, but I have to do it. Like, like if it's if Carson, because you saw Carson Wentz on on Sunday when he got sacked twice in a row and he was yelling at Press Taylor. Like, we've never seen Carson Wentz do that before, like ever. Like ever yes. get in somebody's face. You know what? If you if you don't like play calls, do that. That's fine. If you and Jalen Rager, you know, you are well, the, the interception, the Dallas got her interception in that in that Seattle game. You know what? It probably wouldn't hurt Carson Wentz to go over to Dallas Goddard and say, yeah, what were you thinking? Like, what was going on? Like, yes. let's know. Let's talk about this, all right? Because that's what quarterbacks do. Yes. You, no, you and, guys do that. Carson Wentz no, needs to do that. No, and, and Roy, like, that's a part of me that just – because, dude, he's almost 30 years old. What's mm-hmm. to say he's actually going to change his <laughs> his mode of right. – like, and that's, like, there's been enough and and – who the heck knows who the source was the last? But you don't see this from other teams, Roy. Like, have you ever seen a teammate call out Aaron Rodgers, or like, or, or like, I don't know, like, and Alex, like, like, there's just something, and I don't, and, and I, and but there's enough evidence of the last three years that this guy, and maybe this is just the culmination of, maybe this just goes back to Nick Foles, like where this guy will. It's like on the never-ending conquest to, 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 to hold that locker room. Because isn't that why they? Because wasn't some of the stories to leave Malcolm Jenkins was to so Carson could have the locker room. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, Carson. Yeah, Carson wants to, was supposed to. I mean, he's, you know, he's been a captain for this team for a while, but he hasn't been the the figure of the, the main figure of the locker room. You know, since he's been here. Yeah, and and like that, and just those things. It's like, do I think he could like get his head on straight? And like, I don't know, like, but that's not enough for me, right? Like, I, I mean, like, you might like because, and dude, being quarterback is hard. And know what's harder? Being a quarterback in Philly when your team sucks. <laughs> like, I, I like, like, I don't know. And and for Carson, like, I know he experienced twenty seventeen and where he was just a god, like, mm-hmm. like G A W D. But I just sometimes question, and and there's nothing to back. Uh, I don't know if, if if he's wired to deal with the noise constantly. Like, because it, it feels like he's kind of bur- he's kind of burned out. 
No, you're right. Like it, it seems like, and again, like, and we're you know we're you know we're making a, a lot of you know inferences, but again, he's a North Dakota dude who's you know QB one in Philadelphia, and again, QB one in Philadelphia, as we always said on this program, it's a lot different than being QB one in just about every city in this in this country. And when you're QB one in Philadelphia, you know the second most popular dude in in this town is QB two. Um, so you got a lot to deal with uh, yes. again when things don't go right um, here in Philadelphia. Um, and but Roy, but Roy, yeah. you're on record to say you are willing to to try to uh, salvage kind of salvage Carson Wentz. Yes, I think I think, and again, like what was I forget who who wrote the story? You you tweeted it or you responded to the story about um, the personnel guys around the league saying just basically how nasty this cap situation is. I think this cap situation, and again, I know you can get out of contracts and trade guys or whatever like that. I think this cap, this cap situation is just so nasty that on some level it's like, look, let's see if we can like if we gotta just let's see if we can figure this out. And if it ends with this dude just sitting on the bench making thirty million dollars, and so be it. But let's see if we can figure this out because we already got a grip of money invested in this dude. So let's figure this. Let's see if we can figure this out. Okay, and 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 there is a lot of evidence to suggest that. However, I asked you this: the same guy that's supposedly or or i don't know coincidentally building so much consternation with the starting quarterback can you bring him back like i like if 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 mm-hmm. i'm not sure if this guy has any leverage to put any ultimatums but mm-hmm. oh no I, well, I don't think so no but like can you bring jalen hurts and carson Wentz back in the same quarterback room next season if jalen hurts plays well no that's the thing like if jalen hurts goes and just balls out then you can't have the two of those guys in the same room. You can't. Like, you can't. Because, again, Jalen Hurts balls out. He's, just, he's your starter. And, um, and one, don't forget, Roy, he's been through this before. Yeah, he's been through it before. And, again, he's balled out before and gotten benched. Because, again, he yes, had and, and 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 transferred to another school because mm-hmm. he wasn't about that that backup life. Right. So yeah, that's, yeah. Another, that's another layer to this, Roy, is, is Jalen Hurts – What's like not that he has any damn say in this, he's a backup for God's yeah, sake. Yeah, right. But like, but once again, that's just another level of noise. Mm-hmm. And and there's like and it goes back to and and Shiel Capati wrote this great story about kind of it was a sobering kind of reflection on on your expectations for Jalen Hurts now and 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 for the for the till the end of time is you gotta temper your expectations for for, for day two quarterback because right. it's rare. I, I mean you got Cap, you got Dalton. I mean, but for every of those two, you got thir- 39 Christian Hackenbergs. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, that's the thing. It's like all, all things considered, the best we can hope the, the best we can reasonably expect out of Jalen Hersey's next this next month is for him to be is for him to be mid. Like, like, mid. like that's really that's a really that's a reasonable expectation for the two. Because he's so, I, I don't so think he's gonna so, set so, the world on fire, but I don't think so boy, terrible Jalen Hurts is mid. You you can bring those two back. Come on back and let's comp. Let's have a competition. But is Carson going to be okay with that? Like, well, Carson, he got here. He going to have to be. He's going to. You have a choice. So go. So you're not. So you're not 100. Let's bend over backwards for this guy. For Carson, what's absolutely not? No, 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 no. No, Car- Carson needs to prove to me that he that he can get that he deserves the job next year. You don't. He doesn't get handed the job. You got to earn it again. Like you like you play wow. poorly enough. Okay. You gotta you gotta earn the job. I will help you earn it. I will put you in a position to earn it. 
I will I will get you know YouTube Taylor out the out the building or whatever or whoever whoever the terrible play caller is. I'll get that dude out the building. I'll get you a play caller. I'll get you an OC. I'll get you. I'll help. I'll help you. I'll give you tools. But you got to earn it. You got to work for it. Because again, you like whatever you did before. Like you threw you threw all that away. Like all that stuff's been thrown away this year. Like we're three eight and one because of you. So let's throw this away largely. Okay. Again, I know. So you're, I know so you're willing to. Now, so you're willing to to rebuild him, but not unconditionally. Yeah. No. 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 It's like yeah. It's like yo, Carson. What do you need? You meet me. Meet me halfway, Carson. Yeah. Meet me halfway. No. No. Me halfway. But I think like I'm glad you said because from all the conversations I hear, it's oh, Doug needs to do everything. No, mm. dude. <laughs> like no, like. There's a lot of stuff Carson Wentz needs to overcome, whether it's physical, mental. Like, I, I mean, hell, I'm not even expecting you to improve your accuracy. Like, I, I mean, because – and one, I don't know if you can picture turnovers because you've been tur- turned over to for five years. You've just – that's just on steroids at this point. Yeah. But, I mean, like, I, like, just – like, my – like, my – like, my feeling is you don't – like, and I don't know, and maybe this is just like internalizing, but does Carson Wentz believe that, like, can he rebuild the trust? Uh, uh, okay, I'll ask you the question. Mm-hmm. If if you bring Carson back, is the coach back? Is Doug, is Doug back? Yes. I think, do, do I think he's back or do I, yeah. do I, bring, do I bring him back? Um, let's go for the latter. Would you bring him back? I would bring Doug back. I bring you think back. you think the relationship between him and Carson is That's salvageable? That's why you need an intermediate intermediary. You have to bring in an OC. You have to. You can't bring it back status quo because you bring it back status quo. You just like you're just a dumb dumb. You just you just if you wanted if you said Doug's going to come back and there's no OC going to be there's going to be no OC no quarterback coach then just trade Carson because you actually you obviously don't care at that point. <laughs> no but and yeah. and no and I ask you this Roy is does Doug Peterson still want to coach Carson Wentz? That's the thing because, like, I don't because know. Because I no, it, it, I feel like Doug has, like, I don't know, like whether it's his kind of reluctance, like to be coached or, or, or just the dynamic between him and Doug, Doug is serious. It feels like Doug is just saying sink or swim, dude. Like he's not changing. Like, and, and this is maybe because he just believes that like this dude is supposed to be the franchise quarterback. He needs to figure it out on his own. And a part of me like uh, respects that, but that's at the expense of winning games. So I, uh, I ask this question to myself all the time, and I'm going to ask you: Is does Doug Peterson want to be here? I think you. I I, I hear you because again, you see those you see those press conferences, and for a while, I was like, you know, I don't know if he wants to be here. I think he wants to be here, but you you raise a good point. The problem is, I think Doug has so many so many other balls in the air. Not not that he not that he can't deal with Carson, but I mean like. That's a really, really big ball to juggle. So it's like, because because again, all right, let's talk like when quarterbacks come off the field, right? Like usually they talk to somebody like an like an OC and like, hey man, you know, like here's 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 the here's the uh, the tablet. Let's kind of like look at these players or whatever like that. Carson don't really have anybody to talk to. I mean, he can talk yes, to Press yes. Taylor because well, Press Taylor is like twenty nine years old. So it's like, what am I doing? Like like Carson needs somebody to talk to. It's like, yeah man, I'm seeing ghosts out there. What do I need to do? What am I not seeing? Whatever. He can't talk to Doug because Doug's doing 18 other things. He's the head coach. He's calling plays. He's doing 18 other things. He needs somebody to talk to. That's why you need the, the dynamic. Roy, you know who he, who I think 
I, I know he's in Texas or wherever the hell he lives. You know who they need to bring in full time as a special assistant or or make him the OC? Josh McCown. Well, he's on if another team. So you can't Oh yeah. Out. Damn. <laughs> no. Or because I, I know people want to like think Dan Orlowski, but I love Dan, but it seems like he's a very pro Carson person. Mm-hmm. And you need someone to challenge Carson. Like I, I mean, like you need to stop kissing his ass because there's there's been way too much of that. Like I, I mean, like you need someone to say, yo, do it this way. And it feels like Carson is very headstrong. Like I, I mean, I've I've read a bunch of stories to kind of suggest that. And maybe he needs to be humble. Mm-hmm. Like and damn, this is a really bad humbling, man. No, no. <laughs> it really, it really is. And like you said, this this next four weeks gonna is gonna tell us a lot about Carson Wentz. It's gonna tell us a lot about Jalen Hurts um, because as your um, your internet BFF uh, Chris Long had said on on his podcast, he says that these next four weeks are gonna tell us that, or maybe maybe tell Jeffrey Lurie and Howie Roseman that if this team continues to struggle. That Doug Peterson's the problem, or if Jalen Hurts falls out, that Carson Wentz is the problem. So, you know, maybe uh, uh, Lori and Roseman get some answers over these next four weeks. All I know is that Jalen Hurts has a very big task cut out for him this Sunday against the New Orleans Saints, um, who are just going to probably blitz him like seven thousand times. Um, yeah, it's going to be a problem for Jalen Hurts. I don't, yeah. I don't foresee good things on Sunday for Jalen. You know Hurts. what? I I have a strange Uh-oh. feeling. Uh oh. I don't think they win, but I think they keep it real close. Like I don't know, like last few possessions mm-hmm. of the game close. So that's where I'm at. Like I, I mean, I just, I like, and one, I don't know if 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 the Saints playing basically the same exact quarterback helps them plan for Jalen Hurts. Or maybe it, it, it doesn't. Like, I don't know, because basically this is the same quarterback except one's white and one's black. Right, right. Uh, Doug Peterson has said already about this week's game plan. He says in order to get him success, talking about Jalen Hurts, you got to attempt to try to establish a little bit of the run game. He can be a part of that. Mentioned easy completions, like quick like quick screens, said his job is helping Hurts there. Why you don't want to put give Carson Wentz easy completions, why you don't want to establish the run game with Carson Wentz, who knows? You gave the ball to Miles Sanders five times on the opening drive against Green Bay, and then we never saw him for the rest of the first half. Yeah, uh, no, no. That is something that is – I have no idea. Like, like this is why, Roy, I feel like Doug is – like, I don't I don't want to say spited, but, like, I mean, he's, he's just being stu- – like, I just feel like he's like, no, Carson needs – like, he's not treating Carson like a quarterback who's struggling. He's, quarter- yeah. he's treating the guy like, yo – you got to work your like he's basically giving him tough love, and I'm like, dude, Car- the, the last thing Carson Wentz for, needs right now is tough love. Like okay. I mean, he needs someone to like I don't know, like rub his bunions. Yeah, yeah. No, you got to you know make him make him believe everything's gonna be fine. And like you're right. Like if he's your guy and if he's struggling, if he's your franchise guy, you gotta you gotta like you said, you gotta love up on him, man. Like this is the time to love up on him. It's like look, man. It's like yo, what do you need me to do? To help you be successful, you need little, you need three yard passes to Greg Ward. It's like you need, you know, three handoffs in a row to Miles Sanders. Let's call it. Let's get you back in your rhythm. He's not doing that, which is yeah. kind of weird. It's kind of weird. Yeah, no, and like that's where I, I like, I just don't know the fate of Doug Peterson. And like I don't know, like I, I think like you like like what like we've been saying, 
the next four weeks is going to determine the fate of the coach, the quarterback, and the GM, maybe. Yeah, and, and this week against the Saints, again, the Eagles may be without one of their stalwarts. Sadly, Jason Peters did not practice on Thursday. Not sure if he's going to start on Sunday. Very disappointed. Voice. <laughs> Disappointment of Jason Peters does not start on Sunday. Although Alshon Jeffrey did practice in full, so I guess he's going to be back. Um, Steelers. Eagles going to have some problems if they don't turn the ball over, but they don't do that because they are the first team, oh, excuse me, one of 11 teams in NFL history to have three or less interceptions, three or fewer interceptions <laughs> through the first 12 games. How do you average one interception every four games in the NFL when teams pass the ball 70% of the time? You know, you know, Roy, I, I, I thought about this for a long time, which is like 15 minutes. I, I don't know if they're trained or they just – they don't run to the – like the entire team doesn't run to the ball. No. Like, I, I mean, because if you ran to the ball enough times, something would happen. And and I don't know if that's coaching. And and to be honest, Roy, this comes back to you have a – like not, not one particular, just a collective bunch of dudes that don't got that dog. They don't. They don't run the ball. They're not around the ball. They don't turn. Their, <laughs> they don't turn their heads to the ball. I mean, like, it, that's why not, I. They're not close. No, when the pass gets completed. They're not close to it. No, that's why I, I like I've said for like I mean the the every year the less the less guys on that Super Bowl team the better because you really just need to change the dynamic of the team and it's a problem when. When when the front office has more sentimental value to the of the players than the fans, because like I like I like like they don't think it like they feel like they need to give this goodwill award to guys like Jason Peters, Alshon, right? Christ, that yeah. no like and the problem and, and, and what's unfortunate, Roy, is I it's going to take me a long time to have to to have a favorable opinion about the Alshon Jeffrey era. He's terrible. Like and, and one like like and it's like and he's I. I have to keep it clean, but like, man, he is just, you just see it, man. Like, I don't know. I just have a hard time just not wanting to like punch a hole in the wall when I see him just, <laughs> just not do his thing. Well, according to Mel Kuyper and according to Todd McShay, the Eagles will be in position to draft an Alshon Jeffrey replacement next year. The ESPN's already done started with their mock drafts for 2021. And they both have the Eagles picking Alabama wide receiver Devontae Smith, um, where they currently sit at number seven. Uh, Devontae Smith, for those of you who don't know, is an absolute stud wide receiver for the Alabama Crimson Tide. 80 catches, 1,300 yards this year, 15 touchdowns. Uh, by all accounts, he's uh, a number one, number one receiver. Tom McShay said he's the best Alabama receiver out of that recent crew, which is pretty impressive because they've had yeah. a bunch of dudes, the Henry Ruggs and the Jerry Judys and, and even Jalen Waddle. Um, they've got a bunch of really good dudes. So if he's the best dude out of all those dudes, um, then then you know, go get him. Um, so so would you be excited with a Devontae Smith, Jalen Rager uh duo wide receiver next year? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like is that, I just is, that, is that enough for Carson Wentz to turn this around? I guess is the question. I just don't know like what like 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 we keep trying to like, I don't know. Like, I don't know, get excited for these, like, like for these rookies. And I'm just like, hell, like, I, I mean, I, I don't want to like say like Jalen regular is like a bust, but I'm not, I'm not overly like, I don't know. Roy, shouldn't we see 
progress, like weekly progress from these guys. And this is where I worry about the coaching. Or is like what rookie has gotten better in the last three years? None. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna I can't lie to you. Like none of these guys have gotten better. Like on, on either side of the ball. So it's kind of hard to say, you know, it's kind of hard, like you said, it's kind of hard to get excited about these guys because again, like are they going to be this, you know, are they going to get any better? Like, I think Dylan, like, I'm pretty sure Dylan Riggs is going to get better next year. But I mean, it's like, we haven't seen these guys get better. We've seen, like, we've seen more guys regress. Yes. We've seen get better. Like, we used to, like, like, you know, last year, I think at some point, you know, J.J. Ortega Whiteside was a functional NFL wide receiver. He's not even, he's not even activated for these games now. So how do you go from a functional wide receiver to not being able to beat out uh, Quez Watkins? On yeah. Time? I mean, it's a well, fair question. Like, I just don't know. Like, I don't – like, there are just – I we watch a lot of football, Roy. You see you see rookies get better. Like, a guy like Antonio Gibson. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, like, he's gotten better as the season's gone on. Like, I I mean, you can point – not even Justin Jefferson. Like, I, I mean, like, like, there are just guys that if with the reps and kind of the – like, look at Avante Maddox. He's terrible. He's gotten – Noticeably worse every year. Yeah. Yeah. Same with I, I mean, Jones. Say with Rasul. Yeah, like the guys who have gotten better, like the, the you have more guys who have gotten better on other teams than guys who have gotten better here. Yeah. Which is kind of which is kind of indictment on your coaching staff. Um, because you weren't able to use those guys right. So yeah, I got look, look, I, I understand the skepticism. All I know is if you have a top ten wide receiver, you should be okay. Like you <laughs> he should be a playmaker on some level. Um, yeah, no, like I, I mean, maybe if you were to get a Jamar Chase, because I think Jamar Chase is like Ellie. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's the game changer. Okay. I have no idea, but like it for me, it's getting harder and harder to get excited about the draft, considering none of the guys you drafted have turned impactful. No, I, I, I can't disagree. I, I can't disagree with that. All right, let's get excited about our local basketball team. We got a few minutes left. The Sixers are currently in training camp. Will they change? Will the mock? Will the, will the, will the makeup of the team team change before opening night? We're a couple of weeks away from that, but the rumors are swirling. One James F. Harden, currently of the Houston Rockets, is reportedly open to a trade to a contending team, including. He said the, the P word. He said the P word. He said the P word. The Philadelphia Basketball Sixers. Now, according to reports, Daryl Morey, who used to be the GM of Houston Rockets isn't yet willing to part ways with either Ben Simmons or Joel Hans and Bede. There is no way in on God's green earth that the Rockets would do any trade. Sandy, the one of those dudes, or there should be, because quite frankly, you could trade James Harden for Tobias Harris and a box of donuts. It would have happened by now. <laughs> that said, James Harden late the Rockets training camp this week. He's also expressed interest, you know, of, of interest in going to any contender. Basically, he just wants to get out. <laughs> Where, how do you see the James Harden? A well, two questions. I hate he will not be playing in Houston uh, long. Okay, I, so, oh, so no, this will be if, right. if even if he plays this season, it's going to be one of those. He's throwing the towel. Like, and, and you know what? Kudos to Stephen Silas mm-hmm. for like literally not taking that bowl because Stephen Silas. It took him a long time to get a head coaching job, and he's <laughs> sure ain't going to let James Harden ruin it. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, like, and you can be pro player empowerment and all this and call bull 
when a when a player is acting like a clown. Because James Harden's acting like a clown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, James Harden's acting like a clown. Um, I really want to see what happens when he, when he, like you said, like if he's he's probably going to be in Houston at the start of the season. Because again, it's not like it's not a lot of time to kind of you know put all this stuff together. So he's probably going to be there at the start of the season. I'm really interested interested to see what happens when he gets done with this coronavirus screening and testing that he's doing. Because he's currently in quarantine for like another like five more days or whatever it is. Like when he shows up and when he goes out on the court, what like we're we're going to get going through the motions, James Harden. But how bad is it going to be? That's what I want to see. I'm, I'm oh, curious. it's going to be bad. No, oh, oh, no, no. Like, it's going to be bad. Like, okay. I, I mean, like, this is this is the superstar blueprint. It sucks. Like, your you're get out of jail card. Like, and like, I, I, I mean, it sucks, but it's, but, but it's the game. And, but that being said, you can call, you can criticize people for playing that game because you know what? Like, if that were us on the flip side, we be like killing this guy. So oh, like I, I mean like let's let's acknowledge that he's bearing his rights, but you know what? Like I, I mean like dude, like I feel bad for stealing South. Black head coach getting his first job and he's got to deal, but you know what? Kudos to him for not trying like he's outwardly not going out of his way to kiss this dude's rear end. And you know what? Good for him because at some point that will gain respect for that locker room. Whether it's John Wall or like another guy, they're gonna be like, yo, we he's not playing. And and kudos to him for playing the long game because obviously this season will be a disaster for Houston. Like, I, I mean, it, it'll be back. So, so really quick. And again, we have to, you know, this is very fluid. So this could happen at any moment right now. Do you think James Harden is going to, is, well, let me just ask you a question. Where do you think Harden's going to wind up? Miami. I think so. I think and, so. And, and we're going to have to live with that. Jimmy Butler and James Harden. That guy and that guy, look, James Harden's a top five dude. Like he's an elite player. He's a knucklehead. He's an elite player. They're gonna have to give up a lot. They're probably gonna have to give up Bam. They're probably gonna have to give up Tyler Hero. I don't even know what else they have. Um that, Duncan you know, Robinson. Maybe, maybe they gotta give up all three. Um is that a better is that a better basketball team? Because I don't know if they are. It's better than Miami, yes. Because like, no, I, is, like is, that, is, that, is that better? Is that is that better than what they are now? James Harden yes. in exchange for those dudes are is Miami better? Yes. Okay. Because no, like and one, you know the ironic thing is Roy, the Sixers would would have probably lost out on two players because of a guy like no, this is them perpetually doubling down on Benson and mm-hmm. and you know what? Like <laughs> I don't like I, I just like it is what it no, is. No and, and no and. I, I I ask people is like, is this this dude better be worth all the flowers that like people like no like all the hope because like I don't know people are saying oh if he ever if he ever gets it they're they're the best tandem it's like times what's that junk Judy meme like I don't know like I don't know like <laughs> looking at your watch times like up, like no and, and like I, I and maybe game one he he he's different but and maybe that's what they're backing on. No, no, no. That's what they are banking. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Sixers again. The Sixers. The Sixers wanted to trade Ben Simmons and a package for Joe for James Harden. It would have happened by now, uh, and and that deal would have been done. But obviously, they don't want to do that. Uh, hopefully, as Chris alluded to, hopefully the early morning or, or early practice, late practice sessions with Sam Cassell have led Ben Simmons to refine <laughs> the jump shot and then refine the Ben Rage game that we all know and love. Um, when is this first preseason game? Tuesday, I believe. I think it's Tuesday against Boston. So we will see very, very soon. Thank you guys as always. 
for tuning in. We got to get out of here. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you, everyone. Uh, Philly Cam Radio, WPPMLP, Philadelphia. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. That's a fact. I have been fed. That's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. What does it take to end cyber attacks? At Cyber Reason, we can tell you exactly what it takes. It takes an army of battle-tested defenders on a mission. Defenders who fight foes that operate under the cover of digital darkness. Defenders who think, move, and adapt faster than cyber attackers. Defenders with the technology and effortless automation to spot and attack forming on computers, mobile devices, servers, and the cloud, and alert you when it matters most. To end cyber attacks, it takes the brightest minds in global cyber intelligence working to deliver future-ready protection to guard your data wherever the fight moves cyber reason is ready to win the battle with you and for you in the fight to end cyber attacks we are the defenders join us to reverse the adversary attacks with proactive protection against ever-evolving threats cyber reason and cyber attacks from endpoints to everywhere learn more at cyberreason.com. that's c-y-b-e-r-e-a-s-o-n.com 